Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcasts, freaking Spotify and SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, my name is Taylor the Sandman freaking Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman freaking Fargus, coming from freaking Doug Jordan's garage via freaking satellite freaking New York, and then Doug Jordan himself coming from his own freaking domicile, also via satellite freaking New York. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines, this is our week in freaking review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke, but in many ways it has been a lifetime. Sandy Farkas, Taylor Lofton, Doug Jordan, and Doug Jr. And I am Taylor Lofton, if that confused you, weakers and tweakers. We made our way up to the great snowy cold north of the Adirondacks to a frozen lakes, a lakes of a thousand fists. And geez louise, down on my knees, there has been a lifetime of learning and bonding. And I felt like I finally went on the father-son trip that I never had as a child. I learned so much about myself, about what to do, what not to do, how to be a man, weakers and tweakers. A lot of men these days grow up without ever learning how to be a man. That's why we have so many men storming the capital because they think what it means to be a man is to eat freaking barbecue every freaking day of the week not that that isn't what part of it is a big part of it it's a big part of what being a man is to be honest with you but i don't mean to preach weakers and tweakers and there is one thing that i should say what happens in the freaking mountains should stay in the mountain though this is a radio show and we have to freaking talk about it so without further freaking ado sandy the sandman farkas how you doing how you been how are you god bless you and how was your week um uh first of all i uh, freaking thank you for the freaking blessing um and a freaking and a freaking blessing uh on back right back onto you um other than that yeah. freaking a freaking dickens uh, don't interrupt me and i'm freaking drunk uh this was uh th- it was a freaking wild weekend in the i'm sorry did you ask me how i'm feeling or did i tell you that i was what uh what are, what are we doing here as the dickens is i believe is how you put it okay uh perfect uh other than that uh, it was a very freaking weekend very freaking drunk weekend and one just about one of the freaking best freaking weekends of my freaking life if i'm being freaking honest with you yeah it was a blessed affair done jug D- jug dorton can attest to that yeah uh and jug was freaking hilarious as usual uh, a guy freaking made freaking dinner every single freaking night uh and freaking of, of course he goofed up something uh, with the freaking dinner every single freaking night. Um, freaking absolutely hilarious. Uh, also, a great freaking weekend of bonding. Uh, me and the boy have grown freaking closer than we ever freaking were. We uh, we 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 talked about what it, what it means to freaking be a man, which and and, and does involve freaking barbecue um, at least once a week, uh, as you freaking mentioned earlier. And then there was also a, uh, a freaking spiritual uh, freaking aspect to the freaking weekend. Yeah. Uh, we were lucky enough to freaking spread the freaking asses of our friend. Uh, uh, Thaddeus freaking uh, Michael freaking Richards, otherwise known as freaking Tadia, uh, in a in quite a freaking beautiful freaking ceremony. Um, I spoke uh, a, a, a prayer. Um, Taylor said a few freaking words. Uh, Doug jo- uh, Doug Jr. freaking uh, bowed, his, uh, lowered his freaking head in remembrance, uh, and freaking and and freaking Doug Jordan himself freaking spouted one of his classic freaking hilarious riddles. Um, 
and it was a freaking it was quite quite a freaking interesting freaking weekend to say the least it was hard to get doug pried away from his campfire that he had set up on the shore near the cabin he was on that thing all weekend long uh, roasting something whether it be a marshmallow or a freaking piece of fizz or you, you should have seen him try to freaking roast this freaking corns on the freaking cob because not a single i remember freaking him going to take a bite of the first freaking corn of the cob he roasted on the fire and then that thing was freaking hard as a freaking rock he, doug he nearly freaking chipped a freaking tooth on that freaking corn in the cob and that was one of the many freaking blunders that filled a freaking blunderful freaking weekend yeah uh any many further freaking questions or no, it was a great thing. The thing about the thing that I still don't understand and that up until this point and to this point exactly, you have continued to be very vague about where you got the asses of Tadia Risher. Uh my yeah. dear friend. Well, please if you want me to freaking explain it, I will, but you need to freaking not not freaking interrupt me and, and just freaking zip your lid. Uh basically what it comes down to is um uh, well, I had to jump through quite a few freaking hoops. Let's freaking say that. Yeah. And yeah. what? And there are they real hoops or are they metaphorical? Please speaking. Please, I'm, you're still freaking interrupting me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they are freaking metaphorical hoops. Uh, and uh, and there and 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 the other thing I want to say about um, getting my hands on the asses is that at a certain point I thought to myself, maybe this isn't going to freaking work out. But in the end, yeah, you know what? I freaking got my freaking hands on them. Had to make some phone calls, jump through some freaking metaphorical freaking hoops. And then there was a moment where I thought maybe this isn't going to work out. But in the freaking end, you know, I got them. And uh, and uh, and that's just pretty much all that I'm really willing to freaking freaking go on the record about. So it's official then, I guess. And I mean, it was always freaking official. The, uh, the man is freaking dead. And after this weekend, he's as dead as he's going to freaking be. Because I had his freaking, I had his freaking remains, his freaking asses in a freaking little freaking coffee can. And I freaking spread them and they freaking sunk to the freaking bottom of the freaking lake. The frozen freaking lake. I mean, I'm not saying they're not his asses. I they, when I you opened the can, I said, "Oh my god, it looks just like him." The asses. I mean, it looked like I would expect Tadia's asses to look. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and I and they as they freaking should. They are the real freaking asses. And uh, and if you guys just knew some of the freaking hoops I had to freaking jump through. Um. Though I I don't want to freaking bore you with them. Logistical hoops, I imagine. Logistical and freaking metaphorical freaking hoops, not a real freaking physical hoop, uh, but definitely logistical freaking hoops. A lot of freaking phone calls, uh, a lot, of, you know, spoke to a lot of different freaking people, and then lo and behold, you know, right before right before we freaking set off on this freaking journey, sure enough, my, you know, my, they were in my freaking possession, and and I really would rather uh, you freaking stop freaking asking me about how I got my hands on these freaking things. Yeah, sure. Other than that, freaking hilarious weekend. I got freaking drunk as a freaking skunk, uh, and uh, and freaking found a freaking eye patch in the freaking one of the drawers of the freaking cabin, and I freaking wore that thing all freaking weekend and got as freaking drunk as possible. And wouldn't you know it, freaking drunk as a freaking Dickens, I tried to freaking push freaking Doug down the freaking hole in the freaking frozen lake. And I would have freaking done it too, and it would have been freaking hilarious uh, if freaking if it had just freaking worked out. But the the freaking hole is not freaking nearly big enough, and Doug has freaking gained quite a few pounds over freaking quarantine, so uh, yeah. it didn't freaking work. Yeah, probably for the best, right, Doug? Yeah, I'm still a little upset about that. Yeah, I, 
you would have freaking loved it, Weegers and Tweegers. I said, time for, like, hey, Doug, I think it's time for you to walk the freaking plank. And I gave him a good freaking shove. And, uh, yeah, didn't freaking work out, though. He uh, did not. He tripped out a, a little bit and fell, but he, uh, yeah, he was fine. Yeah, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Doug Jordan, that leads us to you. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing. Uh, I'm not uh, ever. I don't get anymore, and I don't get when I do Jeez, the radio show. Louise, that's freaking unfortunate. You don't get. You're never freaking anymore. You don't get freaking. Well, I'm, I'm not. I misspoke. I meant to say I'm not. I'm never when I do the radio show. I got a package of pills, Doug Jordan, that I got from 7-Eleven. Extends with a Z. And, geez louise, down on my knees, the name fits the freaking product, if you know what I mean. is a rock, as you would want to be. It just extends your trouser area, your dangly Johnson. It extends it. Either way, Doug, I'm sorry for bothering you about that. How was your week? Uh, my week was fine. You know, uh, we went to the on a fishing trip. Uh, I, I was cooking the whole trip over the fire, as Sandy mentioned, because I thought that the uh, cabin that we rented was going to come with a uh, stove, uh, but it did not. So I had to cook all of our meals over the fire. So uh, corn on the cob, which you mentioned earlier, which didn't turn out so good cans of beans uh just in the can uh that was uh, a lot of our meals uh for the for the most part because that was the only thing i could figure out how to cook i didn't have a pan either so i just kind of had to put things on sticks and roast them over the fire just put whole cans in the fire so and Uyghurs and tweegers might not believe this but canned beans do not go very well with fresh caught fish it is an unusual two textures to sort of meld together yeah, yeah, it's um, it's actually quite freaking disgusting. Um, when um, uh, when you think when yeah, it's actually pretty freaking pretty freaking revolting. Cause the fish skin sort of gets in the bean sauce and the, the of the baked beans, and and then and you're trying you're like just and you just want the crispy skin, but it's all wet from the bean sauce. Doug Jordan is what I noticed, and then the paper plates that we had seem to just soak through immediately and become soggy and wet. Yeah, that this is all true. What what you're saying is all true. I, I I goofed up on the on the beans and the stove. No stove. And the cabin in freaking general, yeah. That was a freaking huge disappointment. Yeah. Well, geez Louise down on my knees. Doug cooked up a freaking storm. Sandy Farkas got drunk as the Dickens. Doug Jr. and myself caught a boatload of fish. If you go ice fishing, it seems like they're they are bored as the Dickens these fish and geez louise down on my knees i had to spend most of my time ice fishing because it was or i was in the freaking cabin because there's nothing else to do and you know no one felt very comfortable with you freaking uh fishing uh for very long uh due to the fact after i freaking reminded you multiple times um before we freaking left Make sure you freaking remove the freaking Bermuda shorts and freaking summer clothing and please replace it with some freaking winter wear. Uh, you went ahead and, uh, yeah, as I, I freaking expected, completely freaking screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah, I forgot to, well, it's not that I forgot, Sandy. This is what happened. And I tried to explain this, but you were three sheets to the wind by the time we got there. I had packed 
a suitcase, as I said last week, because I thought we were going on a tropical fishing trip on a boat where I would bring my Bermuda shorts and my Hawaiian shirts and we would be fishing in the sea, spear fishing, Doug Jordan and I with snorkels. It would have been absolutely freaking hilarious. And geez louise down on my knees. I thought that was the case when you explained to me last week that it was not and that I needed to unpack my suitcase and repack it. That's exactly what I did, but... I unpacked my suitcase with my Bermuda shorts and all of my freaking cabana wear. And I put all my freaking warm clothing into that suitcase. But then I thought to myself, I saw my freaking cabana wear and Bermuda shorts and Hawaiian shirt sitting on my freaking bed. And I said, well, I might as well just put them into another suitcase at this point so that I am ready when we do finally go on that freaking amazing, beautiful, freaking tropical fishing trip somewhere down the line. But the thing is, I have two suitcases and they are absolutely identical. They look the same, Weegers and Tweegers. They are from the, they are both Samsonite Rolly suitcases that you would bring on an airplane. Same size, same look, and damned if I didn't bring the wrong one. Full of freaking Bermuda shorts and freaking Hawaiian shirt and freaking cabana of clothes. I even had a lay which is a bunch of flowers. I said, time to get laid. I know that there's only the boys up today, but one of us is getting laid, and I put the flowers over my head, and everyone laughed. And Yeah, I'll go ahead. I thought I was going to pack. I forgot the s'mores, too, which would have been the real tragedy, the s'more fixings, but luckily I had packed s'mores in both suitcases, and so I had a backup in the freaking Bermuda shorts one. So on that it wasn't all a wash, if if you know what I mean, Doug Jordan. Yeah, you know, I was just gonna say uh, you gave the same story when we were on the trip about the two suitcases, and I said this when we were on the trip. I don't believe that that's true. I, I just don't think you ever unpacked your first suitcase, and I I think that you just kind of took it with you anyways. For this this year at the group home, I received a very thoughtful gift of a brand new suitcase. Now, I didn't want to be rude and say, listen, Jeremy, I had this exact suitcase in my collection. So instead of being rude, I just kept it and they're identical. Can't tell one from the other. Like Mike Macaulay Culkin and his brother that's less famous. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I said this on the trip, but I'm going to say it again. Nobody buys two of the exact same suitcase. They usually will buy, you know, the same type of suitcase, but in one size bigger and then another size bigger after that. Nobody is buying. I, I, you said you received it as a gift. I've never met anybody that's received a, a suitcase as a gift. Well, it, yeah, I, I, I got to decide with Doug here. Uh, a suitcase is not a freaking gift that someone gives another person. Uh, a suitcase is something you only freaking buy for yourself. And, uh, and I, I, I too don't believe that you freaking uh, switched out the freaking clothing, and then accidentally brought a identical suitcase. I truly believe in my freaking heart of hearts that you freaking goofed up and brought freaking shorts and freaking Hawaiian shirts, and uh, and I'd also like to freaking bring attention to uh, Wiggers and Tweakers might want to know this. This is something I didn't know about Taylor. Uh, Taylor, when he eats freaking s'mores, uh, he does not use freaking graham crackers. Uh, he what he does is he'll gather he'll he'll put them up about four, five marshmallows on a freaking stick, get them all freaking melted. In one hand, he'll have chocolate, and in the other hand, he'll put the marshmallows, and he'll sort of smush them together between his two hands until it creates some chocolatey coated freaking marshmallow paste. And then he freaking eats them like a, like a baby eats uh, freaking baby food, uh, and it covers his face. It's absolutely disgusting freaking thing to watch. I know you guys said this didn't make sense, but I 
say I just, I'm cutting out the middleman. I know I don't know why you said it didn't make sense, but I cut the middleman out, leave the graham crackers for everyone else, and I just eat the the meat of of the sandwich. Yeah, but you only left us yeah. the graham crackers. You ate all yeah. of the meat of we the sandwich. We didn't get to have any s'mores. Yeah, it was. Uh, when we we got back to the fire after uh, Regan Taylor said he was too cold to ice fish anymore because he was in shorts and a Regan Hawaiian shirt. And we got back to have freaking s'mores, and uh, lo and behold, all that's left are freaking piles and piles of freaking graham crackers, because Taylor freaking, and, and I said, what happened to the freaking marshmallow and chocolate? And Taylor said, I had no idea. Meanwhile, his face is covered in marshmallow and covered in chocolate, and uh, yeah, he ate them all. Yeah, and I want to say this. When next year, when we go on the freaking beautiful freaking tropical fishing trip, I'll be damned if I don't show up with a bunch of snow clothes and warm clothes, and then you'll realize I do have two suitcases, and that's all I'll say on the freaking matter. So. Yeah, but do you have the exact same luggage tags and stickers on the, the one suitcase as you do as, as the one that you have? They're identical, Doug. Everything is the same. Yeah, I still don't believe it. Yeah, there's just no way that's true. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further ado, our week's news and discussing starts freaking now. Last week, Jamie Lynn Spears publicly blamed Elon Musk for the death of multiple cats belonging to her, according to Yahoo Entertainment. In a since-deleted video post, Spears said, quote, somebody's gotta let Elon Musk know that the Tesla is a secret cat killer, and it's a problem that we've really got to fix. The Sweet Magnolia's star and sister of the much more famous Britney Spears said that the cats died at the proverbial hands of Musk due to an issue with a silent, quote, Tesla crank. Though the 29-year-old singer-actress would not elaborate on the specifics of the cat's demise, she did offer Musk a little advice. Quote, maybe he could make one of those noises that bother cats or animals' ears when it cranks up, so that way what they know something's happening and they aren't caught off guard and things don't end in a very tragic way, she said. So, geez louise down on my knees. Jamie Lynn Spears, actress, singer, and now inventor of a noise that Tesla will make to scare cats away so that they don't go get caught in the crank of the freaking Tesla. Doug Jordan, explain to Weakers and Tweakers what this crank, this Tesla crank looks like and what it does to cats in detail. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting over a cold uh, from the weekend. Uh, from the only thing I caught was a cold. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yep. So uh, the cat, I don't, the cat Wait a minute, crank, was that a joke? No, I, I, I didn't, I actually didn't catch a single thing except, except for a cold because I was standing in the fire. I was outside. I didn't catch a single fish. All, all I caught was a cold. Is that like a Rodney Dangerfield joke? Did you steal that? Did you watch Rodney Dangerfield and steal that joke? If I watch, I would say I would get no, uh, the only thing that I got from the fishing trip was no respect. Well, I think that's true. After the meals that we had. That is true, man. It was impossible to freaking respect you after the freaking corn on the cob incident and the freaking beans and the fish. Doug, it was a freaking disaster. It was. So. And then, and then, and then to top it all off, you come and you show up and you make a joke about it. The only thing you caught was a freaking, freaking fish. Freaking real joke would be the only thing I freaking caught was freaking herpes. And, and you caught that quite a long time ago. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't, I didn't, I, I didn't catch herpes a long time ago. You, you caught herpes a long time ago. Doug, you absolutely did. Derailing the conversation. What about the Tesla crank? Eviscerating cats or whatever it is that it does. Yeah, so it it makes the cats run away. They know something's happening. They aren't caught. Okay, yeah. So it's a crank that's attached to a box uh, that sound would come out of that would uh, crank and the and scare the cats away. I tell you what, I freaking shared a freaking room with freaking Doug at the freaking fishing trip, and I'm pretty sure I heard the sounds of you freaking cranking off. If you know what I'm saying. Well, I was trying to freaking sleep. Yeah, no, I I wasn't cranking off on the fishing trip. That's what I heard. And you have quite a loud freaking crank. It's it's freaking hard to freaking mistake. What does that even mean? What is, what does that mean in terms of what you're talking about? Well, I have a loud it means, crank. It means it means please be quiet. It means at the beginning of the hour you mentioned that you were never freaking anymore, and I freaking heard you freaking. I heard you and your crank that freaking say otherwise because you because you sounded like you were freaking beating that thing mercilessly. And God bless you for doing it, Doug. You were in a better mood for it, I imagine. No, I didn't. I didn't crank myself off. Doug, it was very cold. Take it from me, okay? If if there's anything that any one of us could do to warm ourselves up and between the sheets, is so to speak, geez louise, down on my knees, there is no blame to be had for that. Well, I mean, you should have brought a sleeping bag. You kind of had to rip the curtains off the wall because you forgot to bring a sleeping bag, even though we told you to bring one. There was a blanket. That's what I wore most of the time was my Bermuda shorts, my freaking Hawaiian shirt, and a freaking blanket all over myself. And I would walk around, but I still got cold. It was a drafty blanket. So, well, I don't think you're wrong about this. It it didn't sound like a car you were describing. It sounded like a music box, but these Teslas can do magical things. My theory is that the cats are getting up underneath the hood and then the car is turning on and just working as some sort of blender for the cats. And now Jamie Lynn is catless. She has lost several several cats, Doug Jordan. Yeah, how did she lose the cats? They died. They were they got eviscerated by the Tesla. I think they're up so under they got- the hood and then the crank turns on and cranks them up and crank and imagine you're cranking yourself between the sheets and you're being so quiet that a cat sneaks in under the sheets and geez louise down on my knees you're cranking away and this cat gets in between you and your fist and your dangling johnson and unfortunately for just a quick second there you accidentally crank the cat and pull its freaking head right off and from what Sandy was saying, it sounds like that is entirely freaking possible. Oh, boy. Judging from the freaking sound that freaking, freaking Doug Jordan makes when he freaking cranks off, if a freaking cat had jumped on his dangly Johnson, there'd be nothing left of the freaking cat. thing would have been freaking pulverized. And we would have said, Doug, why is there so much fur all over you when you got up the next morning? I said, Doug, yeah, Doug, this is a fishing trip, not a hunting trip. Why are you covered in freaking animal fur? None of this happened. I just want to point this out. None of this happened. I wasn't cranking off and I didn't get covered in animal fur. We didn't even know about this cat story until you freaking wrote the story about Elon Musk cranking off the cats. Well, now we do. Got covered in... Got covered in freaking seed though, not freaking animal fur, but a little bit of freaking seed. Just not. It's just not. It's not the. It's just not something that you do when you have a freaking roommate for the weekend. You couldn't freaking freaking holster the freaking Johnson until you got freaking home. Jeez Louise. This is a virulent I, I man. Doug Jordan is a virulent man. And I didn't do it. Well, this is the no. I I don't even want to go down that road. We're done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Next story. Yes. Last week. You want to read it or should I read it? I'll read it. 
Last week, a California man made headlines after it was discovered that he had been living in O'Hare Airport's security zone for three months, according to CWB Chicago. Aditya, geez Louise, Aditya Singh, a 36-year-old man, has been allegedly living inside the airport security zone since arriving at O'Hare's Terminal 2 in mid-October. According to reports, Singh survived largely off food donations from passengers in the airport and remained undetected after finding an airport worker's misplaced credentials. According to Assistant State's Attorney Kathleen Haggerty, Singh was afraid to fly home due to COVID-19. Singh, who has no criminal background and a master's degree in hospitality, was charged with felony criminal trespass to a restricted area of an airport and misdemeanor theft. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, this reminds me of something very near and very dear to Doug Jordan. And the word is directly in the freaking copy. He arrived. Where did he arrive, Doug Jordan? Help me out with this one. I was just. It doesn't say Tom Hanks in the copy. What are you talking about? It says since arriving at O'Hare's Terminal Two in mid-October. This is oh, obviously a fake story. This has been leaked, Doug, as a as a as a freaking what do you call it when somebody as a as a well, what the hell are you trying to freaking say? What is it called when a trailer is released early and a, a teaser? This is a teaser for the movie Terminal 2. So, I, Doug Jordan, I put this in for you because I thought you might want to talk about how hilarious freaking Ad- Aditya Singh might be as the new Terminal. Well, he will definitely be uh, played by Tom Hanks. So it, I'm assuming it's going to be Tom Hanks going back and uh, as a different character this time, and he's also stuck in an airport. So we'll get to relive all the magic from uh, Terminal, which is him uh, finding the carts and stacking them all together and getting the money so he can buy freaking Burger King or uh, him freaking falling in love with freaking Catherine Zeta-Jones or perhaps the magic of him starting to build things within the terminal and uh, and be, and get hired in the terminal. Nobody knows where he freaking lives, and he still freaking lives in the terminal. So that's probably what's going to happen in Terminal 2. Terminal no, 2, I'm, Judgment Day. That, that's that's what I'm freaking most looking forward to on uh, this sequel, is uh, is the freaking, the act, the third freaking act of this, of Terminal 2, is going to freaking fix many of the mistakes that Terminal 1 made. Uh, this is where freaking Steven Spielberg is going to freaking really show his freaking chops. Uh, when they finally freaking find freaking Terminal, played by Aditya, uh, Aditya Singh, um, who is Tom Hanks, and uh, and they freaking pump his guts full of freaking lead, and they freaking charge him with every single freaking felony, criminal freaking uh, freaking charge known to freaking man, and they put him behind freaking bars, which is exactly where freaking Tom Hanks should be after making such a boring movie like freaking Terminal One. I think Aditya Singh is playing the new Terminal. Terminal T T. He's the he's going to be the term. There's going to this this Terminal Two is obviously going to have two terminals in it. One is going to be the original Terminal the old one that we all know and Doug loves name a freaking Tom Hanks and then Aditya Singh is going to be like the new and improved terminal that is from the future and it's made out of liquid gold and metal yeah. and very 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 hard to get out of the terminal it's because you could get him out but then he'll just slither back he'll turn to gold yeah. and just slither back in Doug Jordan yeah I and he goes have you seen this boy and he's holding up a picture of a boy and no, but why does he have a picture of a boy, Doug Jordan? And it's your son? 
Tom, wait, Tom, why does Tom Hanks have a picture of my son? I did you no, sing. This is, this is this is the new freaking T two. This is T the T two thousand, who is the freaking Aditya Singh, who's on the hunt for freaking Terminal One, played by Tom Hanks. He's and he's dressed like a freaking airport security guard, and he's driving around on one of those freaking zambonis they have at the freaking airport, freaking filled with freaking luggage, and he's showing everybody the picture. Your son. He's saying, "Have you seen this boy?" And it's a picture, of, and you're watching the freaking thing in theaters, and he, when he says, "Have you seen this boy?" and holds up a picture of your son, and you're sitting there thinking, what in the heck? How did they get a freaking picture of my son in this freaking movie? And Tom Hanks has to return to the terminal to save your son. And when he finally gets there, he goes, I told you I'd be back. But okay, so Victor Navorsky, who is Tom Hanks' character in Terminal 1, he, he was in freaking JFK, and this is taking place in freaking O'Hare. That doesn't make any sense. They always change the freaking location in the freaking sequel, Doug. That's a, that's a rule, the freaking sequel. Yeah. Go to a bigger, bigger, crazier freaking airport. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be crazy, Doug. And I can't wait for this movie to bomb in theater. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Look forward to freaking Terminal 2 starring Har- Tom Hanks and Aditya Singh. Last week, famed music producer and convicted murderer Phil Spector died while serving a 19-year prison sentence for second-degree murder, according to E! Online. He was 81. Spector, who died from natural causes, was considered a pioneer in the music recording business and was credited with inventing the, quote, wall of sound. He was responsible for producing legendary musical acts, including John Lennon, The Ramones, and Cher, to name but a few. In 2009, Spector was convicted of second-degree murder for the death of actress Lena Clarkson. Clarkson was found dead in Spectre's home with a gunshot wound through the roof of her mouth. Spectre, who was normally seen in public wearing elaborate wigs, was last photographed in a prison mugshot. In the photo, the music producer was seen smiling. His head was bald. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. This pioneer of music has died, and he has left a gaping hole, Doug Jordan. Why? Why? Because he was a legend, he was a musical producer. John Lennon. And maybe there's something to this. John Lennon, dead. The Ramones, all dead. Cher, dead. Sonny Bono, Cher's husband, dead. Skiing accident. Freaking dead. It all leads back to one thing, Doug Jordan. And why don't you tell us what that is? The wigs? What the hell? What is... What are you... No. What the wig... Doug, he's... Oh, gee... It's amazing sometimes when you don't pick up on things, how blind you are. Uh, it, it's, he is, uh, <clears throat> the wigs come from uh, everyone that he's freaking murdered, Doug. He's wearing the freaking, he's wearing the freaking heads of the Ramones, the freaking, the tops of their freaking heads connected to freaking hair, Doug. He killed them. He took their freaking scalps. I'm pretty sure most of them died of natural causes. And, and much too soon. Yeah. That's that was what's, his what's, trick. He got sloppy with this last one, Doug. His trick was to make it look like it was natural. He so nat- he was wearing the wigs of John Lennon and all the Ramones and Cher, who died. I'm pretty sure. I don't think Cher is dead. Well, I would ask Tadia to fact check, but he is, himself is dead. And what say you to that? That's also part of this, Doug Jordan. It's a conspiracy. I don't really think Teddy is dead either, to be honest with you. Well, we spread his freaking ashes, Doug, so I'm freaking yeah. case closed. He's dead as a freaking doornail. But you could never say where you actually got the ashes from. You just said, you kept saying, I, I keep going and freaking, you, the loops that I had to freaking jump through, and I'd say, okay, what well, actually happened? He'd say, well, the loops that I All had right. to go through. Well, then I'm going to freaking, person. I'm gonna freaking clarify. Person. I'm going to clarify right freaking now. All right. All right. So the story begins. I don't have the freaking ashes, right? 
and I'm yeah. about to go on this freaking fishing trip with you guys, and we're gonna go and freaking and we're gonna spread spread the freaking ashes. Yeah. So at that point, I decide I gotta freaking I gotta find these freaking things. Um, then freaking cut to um, finally right in the freaking nick of time, I get my freaking hands on those freaking things, and we gonna go off without a freaking hitch, and we freaking miss them very freaking much. Yeah, we do miss him very freaking much, and yeah. this and from what my understanding, Sandy really went through a lot to get those. So a little respect, I believe, is in order. Yeah, it, you, yeah. Did, no, the, you didn't really the, explain it. What do you mean? You just said, I okay, I didn't. The story starts off, I didn't have the ashes, and then you quickly jumped to, and then I had them, and then we scattered them over the freaking lake. All you right, never well, explained how you got the them. Part, Doug, all right, I'll explain. The part that I freaking glossed over uh, in when I was just speaking, when which you interrupted, by the way, uh, was um, a number of freaking logistical freaking hoops um, that I was forced to freaking uh, freaking seamlessly freaking jump through, and uh, and it was uh, it was a freaking process. Uh, I'll give you that. Uh, freaking phone calls were made. Uh, freaking uh, contacts so were freaking made. Who? Um, who are the people? Who are the names of the people? Number, that you a number. Of, I'm just. I'm not. You would expect me to just freaking name freaking names. Uh, Doug, I made freaking phone calls. The way that I knew that these asses were real was when Sandy scattered them over the lake that night. I saw uh, stars in the sky light up in a constellation of Tadia's face. And in his face, I saw his eyes, Doug Jordan. And if you know Tadia, there are no other eyes like that. How narrow and how wise and how contemplative they were. And there he was looking down on us from above. A beautiful man where he has always wanted to be in the stars. So that's kind of all I can say about it without getting choked up. Yeah, that doesn't explain it either. Last week, an Arizona family discovered a two-way mirror wired for video installed in the bathroom of a newly purchased home, according to Fox 32 Chicago. Annabelle Mickelson and her family made the discovery shortly after moving in, although Mickelson had been told that the home had previously had the reputation of a, quote, party house, she did not expect such a creepy discovery. The discovery was shared on Mickelson's TikTok page. In the video, demolition revealed that there was an hidden area behind the wall where the two-way mirror was fixed and a video connection wires had been left behind. Mickelson's discovery has garnered 2.6 million views and produced a number of independent theories and explanations. The family plans to turn the hidden room into a pantry. So, geez louise down on my knees. This story, and I have to tell you, I have a theory, and I want to see if anyone else does. Sandy, are you thinking what I am thinking? About this abandoned party house. Um, I, you know, I'll tell you, I have a freaking lot of freaking thoughts about this, but I have no idea if I'm thinking what you're freaking thinking. I am thinking. What about me? Nobody wants to know what I'm thinking. Doug, no. please. All right, he's freaking, he's re- derailing the whole freaking thing. I didn't really know what I was what I was thinking. I just you said, Sandy, what are you thinking? And Sandy said, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of this, and and you, you were having a back and forth, and I just kind of wanted to be included. I can. T- and Sandy, please. Yeah, um, let's just move on. Let's um, strike. Uh, uh, Wiggers and Wiggers, let's go ahead and freaking strike that from the freaking record. Though, I, the, though, the, though, though the tapes will always show what you have done today. Yeah. So, I my theory of this is that there's a house, a party house, known as a party house in a location in Arizona, 
And suddenly everyone moves out and nobody knows why. The house goes up for sale. Oh, this was a party house. Oh, look in the bathroom. Oh, look at there's a mirror fixed to the wall in the bathroom. And behind that mirror, a room. The mirror is a two-way mirror. You can see through the other side, Doug Jordan. And there is video equipment attached to to the opposite side of the mirror where they could easily film and broadcast sexual activity, bathroom stuff, all sorts of stuff going straight to the internet. This right here reeks of freaking Tadia and his freaking boys. And I think we might have just found the last known whereabouts of Tadia Risher and where he freaking died from. And I'm sure Sandy could corroborate it. And that's why I was asking him and not you, because he was the one who got the ashes. And I'm sure they came from this area. Uh, yeah, now let's go ahead and freaking consider this freaking story completely freaking corroborated. Cro- uh, um, <clears throat> uh, as we freaking know, freaking ta- uh, ta- uh, main most of his freaking shows were done right there in the freaking bathroom. There's a lot of freaking PP stuff, uh, a lot of freaking feces stuff. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of some of his best stuff was being broadcast right from a freaking bathroom. Uh, and based on what I freaking found, looking for the freaking ashes, uh, this freaking reeks of freaking, uh, freaking Tadia. Yeah. He had a show, Doug Jordan. Don't you remember? Or have you already forgotten our sweet friend and brother in arms, Tadia Risher? He had a web series where he would play with himself and all the models in the, sh- in the house had their own show. And then they, sometimes they would corroborate on different shows. Yeah, this was not this was not what I was thinking. Where you guys are going right now? I was thinking it was like a it was a leftover house from Dateline NBC or something like that. But Tadia Richards is still alive. I'm sorry, Thaddeus Richards is probably still alive, and it could be the house. I'm not trying to put you down, but that's just not what I was thinking. Well, look. Doug, in in through um, in, in in getting my hands on those freaking uh, asses, I I freaking went through quite a few freaking investigations myself, and uh, I don't want to freaking speak out of freaking turn here, but I want I think I'm willing to freaking say case freaking case freaking closed. Uh, this is the freaking house where they were freaking living. Uh, they are freaking all freaking dead, uh, and it was freaking abandoned. And they went out and freaking bought somebody else freaking bought the freaking house. And if we are going to do this right, Doug Jordan, we need to freaking start and open an investigation into the whereabouts of Tadia and the and his demise and what happened. And the only way to do that, Sandy the Sandman Farkas, is for Doug Jordan to um, to what? Yeah, what? Gas up the, the truck. I'm saying, gas um, up the truck. We need to go to Arizona and find Tadia's last known whereabouts before his. I mean, obviously, his last known whereabouts were at the lake when we, when he became a, a star angel. But before that, when he was living as a person on this earth, I think you know what? It, it's one of those things. Maybe it's just freaking better, better off left alone. You know, maybe we don't freaking look into it. Maybe we just read this freaking article, freaking decide that it was Tadia, accept that he's dead, and you saw the freaking ashes, Doug. You saw a freaking angel and the freaking twinkling stars. Um, let's freaking call it a day. Let's say, let's just freaking accept what happened and freaking move on. That's, that's, this is out of character for you. And I want to know why. Usually you would say, no, this is a freaking mystery. We need to investigate it. Let's go to the freaking devil's bathtub. Let's that. And that's how I freaking became part of this freaking show, by the way. It was because this was a freaking mystery investigation show. And now all of a sudden you're saying, let's freaking drop it because you didn't actually get his freaking ashes. No, it's. We are only going to freaking dig up freaking dig up freaking pain and freaking sorrow 
and 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 on, quite honestly, probably more freaking questions than freaking answers. Uh, so m- m- what I freaking say is, let's accept our freaking current freaking situation. The man is freaking dead, um, as as are all of his freaking boys, likely by freaking poison, uh, and and freaking move on and call it a freaking day and just try and freaking think about the freaking future and move on with our freaking lives. And, and maybe someday we'll get another guy to come on the freaking show. You know, that's, that's my freaking thoughts. Anyway, I agree that we will revisit the conversation because right now I am having my emotions well up in my throat and I need to speak for this. So last week, actor Army Hammer broke his silence amid a disturbing Instagram messaging scandal, according to E! Online. The Call Me By Your Name star allegedly used a secret, quote, unverified Instagram account to send messages to unidentified women. Numerous messages contain language that showed the 34-year-old's sexual desire for cannibalism. Details alleged included language about wanting to drink blood, cut off toes, and even an admission of being, quote, 100% a cannibal. At least three of Hammer's former girlfriends, Jessica Seaston Henriquez, Paige Lorenz, and Courtney Vucekovic sympathized with the women coming forward and said the allegations did not surprise them. Vucekovic said Hammer told her he wanted to, quote, break my rib and barbecue and eat it, Doug Jordan. Hammer's verified Instagram account is filled with images of butchered animal parts, pig's heads, barbecue meat, and large knives. In the caption of a picture of a grill, Hammer wrote, quote, Have you ever seen anything sexier? According to friends, he loves to barbecue. The news comes six months after Hammer's wife, Elizabeth Chambers, filed for divorce. Hammer is currently in a legal battle with Chambers over the custody of their two children. Most recently, Hammer announced that he would be stepping down from filming the Jennifer Lopez romantic comedy Shotgun Wedding while continuing to deny the allegations. So, geez louise, down on my knees. And this is a big scoop. The guy, uh, it looks very convincing. This guy wants to eat people, Doug Jordan. And I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line he reaches out to you for a barbecue recipe to eat one of those ribs or toes that he's been collecting over time. This is a sick man. Why why would he reach out to me? Because you have a great bar. Because I I love your barbecue. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And it should be world-renowned. Doug's sauce is what it should be called. So throughout this country at all sorts of places because people would love it. Doug sauce, but a jug of Doug. That's what we call it. That's uh, well, you heard it first. A freaking a Doug of Jug, uh, Jug Dorton's uh, Jug sauce. So geez, Louise down, down on my knees. Can we stay on Army Hammer for a minute? Then we'll get to barbecue sauce, please. This man is a deviant. And it almost lends credence to some of the conspiracy theories that have been going around in Hollywood, doesn't it, Doug Jordan? Uh, uh, Scientologists? Is that where you're going with this? No, the people, the eating people. Cannibals. That's a Hollywood rumor? A young actress gets into town, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to hit the freaking scene. She goes on a couple of auditions. All of a sudden, the next thing you know, she goes missing. And Army Hammer's got a new post pictured of freaking barbecue ribs on his brand new perfect sexy grill. He's eating people, Doug Jordan. Isn't it obvious? Um, Yeah, when you say it like that, yeah, it's pretty obvious that he's eating people. Thank you. Sandy Farkas. What? I don't know. Just please. 
uh, my freaking thoughts. Um, I think way more freaking people out in freaking Hollywood are doing this than we would ever freaking believe. Um, freaking Ben Affleck. Um, I could certainly see him freaking barbecuing up a nice freaking young actress, freaking hot on the freaking town, freaking taking in the freaking sights, uh, freaking freaking swept up in the freaking charm of freaking Tinseltown. And next thing you know, he's on freaking, she's on freaking Ben's freaking chopping block. Yeah. And, Danny, she, and, they're, and he's freaking serving it up to freaking Matt Damon. They're freaking splitting a freaking barbecue meal in the backyard. Yeah. Nobody thinks anything of it. Just two friends meeting to discuss their favorite movie, Goodwill Chunting. And also, what about Danny DeVito, Doug Jordan? How did he get so round and plump? He's not doing that just by eating freaking cow meat and chicken. Got to eat something with a little more substance to it, Doug Jordan. The most dangerous game. Yeah, oh, okay. Tom yeah, Hanks. I can see that. Eddie Murphy. Where did Tom Hanks no, get Tom, those Tom lesions Hanks would never from? Do that. Where did he get those lesions from then? You've seen the scene I'm talking about. In, ca- in Castaway? I think yes. it's in Castaway. He was no, playing. It, he was it is in Castaway, Doug, please. Tom Hanks freaking feasts upon freaking other freaking actors. Don't you know that everybody, how many freaking people move out to freaking LA to freaking start freaking careers and freaking movies and freaking TV and only so, only so many of them freaking make it and the others we never hear from ever again. This is another plausible theory that could have, what could have happened to freaking Tate Richer if we hadn't got his remains and I had seen him in the freaking the sky as a star angel. What about, what you, other actors? Doug Jordan, it, if you had to pick Five actors right now that you would say most definitely eat people. Okay, well, first I would definitely take Tom Hanks off the off the list. You can't take That's off; you can only one. put on. Yeah, so we so okay. So number one on Doug's list is freaking Tom Hanks. Uh, no, take off on. Tom Hanks. Can't do it. Next one, number two on the list. No, take. I I don't want Tom Hanks off the list. You're just okay. So we're yeah, we're, you're gonna put Tom Hanks on the list twice. All right, heard. All right, if you want to keep freaking talking about Tom Hanks, we can make it this a list of five, all being freaking Tom Hanks. Did you know that you can't spell thanks without Tom Hanks? The f- please. He's off the list. Take thanks. Him off. I, okay. Thank you. Thanks. Please just give us the. Your list. Uh, okay. Kevin Spacey, number one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Number two. Uh, Carrot Top. Yeah. Not really an actor, but I understand. He was in a movie. He lives once, in Vegas, but he does. He he probably does. That's how he stays now, honestly, so young. I haven't, I haven't looked at freaking Carrot Top lately. It looks like somebody keeps cooking him a little bit and freaking sending him off. Never finishes the job. Yeah. He looks like a piece of he looks like a piece of freaking barbecue walking around. And they get that they get him half cooked, and they say, you know, you're not quite ripe yet. Go back do another few shows. Yeah, they they get him they get him just about freaking cooked. They put a freaking apple in his mouth, and they're about to put the freaking carrot in his rear, and they go, this doesn't seem freaking right. Go back out there. Yeah, we've got two so far, Doug. Waiting on you. Uh, Michael Caine. Is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so him. Uh, obviously Arnold freaking Schwarzenegger. You know, that makes sense. I don't think, I couldn't see him doing it, but I think he would. And put Brad Pitt. No. Why, I mean, why would Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, but not Brad Pitt? He's in a different class than Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Doug Jordan. Yeah, don't no, forget that- yourself, Doug. That's insulting. I'm pretty sure that they were known as the three best friends of freaking Hollywood at one point. So they are enemies. They are C level stars compared to the bright, shiny star that is Brad Pitt. Almost none shine so bright. So 
Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got one more segment to get to before we freaking close out the show. It is our week Sight Unseen. Sight Unseen works this way. We review two freaking movies that none of us have seen. We tell you uh, what's going on in them, which one is freaking hilarious, which one is freaking great, which one should be freaking axed, and then at the end, you freaking decide. So without further freaking ado, the first movie is Pieces of a Woman 2020. Martha and Scene are a boss in Goodwill Hunting couple on the verge of parenthood whose lives change irrevocably when a home birth ends in unimaginable tragedy. Thus begins a year-long odyssey for Martha who must navigate her grief while working through facetious relationships with Scene and her domineering mother, along with the publicly vilified midwife whom she must face in court. Directed by Cornell Mundarovsko, starring Vanessa Kirby, Shia LaBeef, Ellen Burstyn, Eliza Schlesinger, and Frank Scorpion as Lane. So, geez louise down on my knees. This is an absolutely hilarious tale because, and it's a tragedy, it's too, and it's about, a, it's about family, Doug Jordan. Something that we all could use a little advice on from now and again. Sia LaBeef is a vicious child-stealing ogre, much like that of Rumpelstiltskin. And she has made a bet, uh, Vanessa Kirby, with Rumpelstiltskin that she'll be able to stop sowing hay if she gives it to him. But this is like a modern take, because obviously if Rumpelstiltskin was alive today, there would be a lot of red tape in terms of actually being able to do this. Right, You wouldn't be just allowed to go willy-nilly taking children. So there's a court case, and they talk about whether this is right, whether this is wrong, how to move on. And uh, geez louise down on my knees, a lot of laughs on the way. Sandy Fargus. Uh, yeah, and this is a freaking, this this one really freaking kicks it up a notch right in freaking Act 3 uh, when it turns out freaking Scorpion is actually the one freaking pulling the strings. And it's up for freaking Vanessa Kirby and freaking Sila Beef, who's playing freaking Rumble Shilton uh, in this one. They freaking have to freaking join forces. Uh, and they say, they go, we got to take this all the way up to the freaking top. So they freaking blast off into space to go to freaking planet freaking Scorpionock, uh, where they freaking face off against freaking Scorpion in a freaking battle of uh, wits and freaking, uh, and there's even a freaking dragon uh, at one point that they, uh, that Scorpion freaking rides. Uh, it's like a dragon, but with eight freaking legs and a big pointy freaking tail, much like a freaking Scorpion. And it, bre- but it also breathes freaking ice instead of fire. Doug Jordan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when the uh, when uh, Il- Il- when Schles- when Schlesinger arrives on planet uh, Scorpionok, uh, Kirby is far from the scene with uh, a golden bow and arrow, uh, which pierces the dragon's heart, uh, and everybody laughs. Everybody loves it. I d- don't <clears throat> recall yeah, don't, that. I don't remember that part having. Um, that's all right. Um, just move on. Uh, yeah, I give it a I give it a five out of five. This is a must see. Pieces of a woman. I give it a freaking five out of ten. Uh, freaking perfect score. Um, uh, keeps me freaking wanting more because right right when right when you think the freaking Scorpionok is finally going to freaking destroy the entire freaking planet and everyone freaking on it. Yep, you freaking guessed it. Guess who comes shows up freaking riding his own freaking dragon. 
freaking Dunkirk. And he has a freaking shotgun in one hand and a pizza in another and freaking sets it up for a perfect freaking sequel. Uh, and I will be there freaking opening day. Though I can't say I enjoyed this freaking film. Uh, in fact, I freaking disliked it quite a bit, uh, especially that part that freaking Doug explained when Kirby has a freaking golden arrow and look like a naked baby Cupid. The whole thing freaking really fell apart during that part. Uh, and I can't recommend it. Yeah, but... Five out of ten, perfect score. The next movie, News of the World 2020. Five years after the end of the Civil War, Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd crosses paths with a ten-year-old girl taken by the Kawaii people. Forced to return to her aunt and uncle, Kidd agrees to escort the child across the harsh and unforgiving plains of Texas. However, the long journey soon finds it into a fight for survival as the traveling companions encounter danger at every turn, both human and natural. Directed by Paul Greengrass, starring Tom Hanks, Helena Zengel, Michael Covino, Fred Hetchinger, Neil Sandilands as Wilhelm Leonberger, and Bill Camp as Corey Farley. So, geez louise, down on my knees, Chris Farley is back. This is a comedy, and we have been waiting eons to see these two comedic powerhouses. Hanks, not funny. Farley funny so it's almost like uh, when you have a fat guy and a, a big fat guy and a little skinny guy it is gold and Farley is playing the little baby that needs to go back to find her uncle and aunt and the scene where where it becomes obvious that that the little baby needs milk and Tom Hanks is out on the plains of Texas by a campfire with a rope around the freaking sleeping area so rattlesnakes won't get to him. And he goes, I don't have any milk. And then he disrobes Doug Jordan. And this is kind of odd, actually. And he exposes his nipple and and he tries his hardest because he says, I have never given up. He looks to this guy and he says, you're not going to make me give up now, God. Not here on the plains of Texas with this tiny fat baby named Chris Varley. And he holds his nipples to the baby's mouth and wills the milk out. At least we think it's milk, Doug Jordan. So, geez louise down on my knees. This one is a puzzle that uh, a la freaking Christopher Nolgen. And I would not miss it. If you want to see how this one unfolds, I'm going to say this one is a 10 out of 10. Perfect gold. Sandy Farkas. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and freaking piggyback on what you said. This is a freaking must-see. Uh, for me, this is a freaking two-thumb, uh, two-thumb uh, right up uh, uh, right up your freaking rear end, Doug. Uh, if I'm being freaking honest with you. Um, the, 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 and I don't mean to freaking spoil here, spoil anything here, um, but spoiler alert. Um, at the end, when it turns out that the freaking big fat baby is actually freaking royalty, uh, and you think freaking Tom Hanks is going to have to go back and freaking become, be a freaking dirty cowboy, but the baby says, no, you can come live with me in my freaking royal mansion. And yep, you guessed it. Freaking who's his butler? Freaking Dunkirk. And Dunkirk says, don't worry, I know how to freaking feed him milk. And he pulls out both his freaking nipples, and those things come out like a freaking squirt gun. And he is squirting freaking Tom Hanks and big fat Chris Varley baby down with his freaking milk. And, uh, and then boy, oh boy, was that a freaking hilarious way to freaking end the movie. This is a freaking must-see. Do not freaking miss it. Can't tell you to go see it, but if you don't, you are missing freaking out. Doug Jordan, thoughts? 
Yeah, uh, my favorite uh, part about the movie was uh, so t- uh, Tom Tom Hanks uh, goes uh, at, to a county fair and, and he wishes uh, on a machine uh, to make himself uh, uh, small smaller again. So he wants to be the same size as the ten year old baby, so they can be friends. So he wishes on the machine and he and he turns into the uh, small child. Uh, and then they get to hang out and then they get an apartment together with uh, a lot of cool toys and uh, pinball machines. And uh, it's just a very short part of the movie, but it uh, it made, it really made me laugh. I don't remember it. That doesn't sound familiar. I believe you. It's in there. I just don't I don't. I can't freaking remember it. Yeah. Well, the, the thing, I thought the thing about the segment was that none of us have seen these movies. Yeah, right you are, Doug. Good thing that you listened. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our week in review. We love you very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. I gotta tell you, I have so much freaking raw fists. I don't know what to do with. If we could perhaps get together, maybe Sandy and Doug come pick me up from the group home and I will bring the fist down to freaking Larry Brown at freaking Ortego Grill and he can slap him on the freaking grill down there and and side of freaking tater tots and maybe some freaking apple pie at the end. We could have ourselves a meal. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm freaking game. I could go for their freaking classic freaking lava cake. $12.99, freaking delicious. Never anything like it. You cut the thing open and and freaking chocolate spills out of it like freaking lava. It is unfreaking believable. You can't really supply your own fish to a restaurant though, so we'll probably just have to eat what they have there. It's Ortego Grill. I don't necessarily call it a restaurant. It's more of an experience, really. I just really don't want to go on Croce Night. Well, we gotta go on Croce Night. I already told them we'd be there on Croce Night. We're DJing this week. Uh, what? We are DJing Croce Night. We will be listing the songs and setting the tempo for the spoon player. It's really going to be a blessed affair. Uh, uh, Okay. Sign me up for things like that, but I I will freaking do it. I, I love freaking Grouchy Night.